Welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Well, you know who likes to give back to their community? is one of our sponsors, Jim, Chris Cruz from Cruz Customs Flags. He does custom flags out of bourbon barrels. Not only does that he do that, but he's also using veterans to build those flags with. I've got one right behind me, Jim. I know you got one on your bar. Beautifully handcrafted, repurposing a bourbon barrel, uh, not throwing it away, not making it into smoking chips, making a piece of Americana, right? It's something that'll last uh, probably quite a few years longer than a bourbon barrel would, right? Not only that, but he's using veterans to build those uh, pieces of art with. You know, you got to love that. But he's also giving back to his community at all times, helping veterans out like ourselves. Um, He is really in tune to that. Go check his site out, uh, cruisecustomsflags.com. You can buy his flags on there, key holders. Heck, Jim's got some of these neat little cups that are charred inside made out of oak that you can put a cocktail in. They call those the whiskey grail, don't they? Yeah, that is, it kind of reminds you, you know, when you think of a grail, but truly a whiskey grail right there. Go check those out at Cruise Customs Flags. Purchase from this guy, veteran-owned, veteran-operated, making a veteran-built product. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. This is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, it's another Craft Distillery Monday. And as we say, sometimes... We have a big boy on, and today we do have a big boy on, but it's not just uh, your run-of-the-mill whiskey, is it? No, it's not. It's uh, This is one of our, both of our favorites, actually. We're going to be drinking some Knob Creek tonight. Um, This is their new 18-year-old, Jim. And and you know that the number 18 scares me just a little bit because we've had their nine-year, phenomenal. We've had their 12-year, extra phenomenal. We've had their 15-year, you know. A lot of oak. Yeah, I prefer the 12. So a lot of oak in the 15. It's a good whiskey, no doubt about it. And there's probably a lot of people out there that say, that's my jam. But for me, a little too much oak. So I was thinking, here comes the 18. And this is probably going to be way over-oaked, right? <laughs> well, you you might think that. I'm not positive it is. Um, we'll, we'll find out. I haven't sipped on it at all. I haven't touched it to my lips. Um, I'm, I've been waiting steadily, patiently. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm excited about it because it's Knob Creek. And, you know, F- Freddie No has kind of not taken over there, but he is – steering the ship kind of right now right yeah i mean his dad watching he has uh taken the reins let's say he's he's not sole man in charge by any means yeah but he has been given a little bit of rope hasn't he yeah so um which is nice it's real nice and like you said jim we've there's not a knob creek that we haven't had Uh, we've tried them all um i like every one of them even the maple one has its moments, right? Yeah. And, you know, Knob Creek is known for its proof. It's always, uh, you know, a relatively 
higher proof whiskey compared to, you know, your averages. Uh, but the maple, that's the one that's at 90 proof, right? Yeah. Yep. So for you folks that don't know about Knob Creek, Knob Creek was introduced in 1992. And there's a Knob Creek farm not too far from there, from the Jim Beam Distillery, the James B. Beam Distillery. Um, that's what the Knob Creek is named for, for a farm. Um, so a lot of people, if you're wondering when it happened, it was 1992. A lot has changed in bourbon since then, though. Uh, and they've been releasing these uh, nine-year, 12-year, 15-year, and now 18-year. Are they going to get any older than this, Jim? Well, I would think as long as they can maintain the profile as something that's appealing to people, that they might bump it just a little bit more. I would love to see a 20-year try at it. I mean, you've had the Michter's 20. What would you think about that? Oh, man. (laughs) It's something special. It's definitely something special. Well, folks, this has a 75% corn, 13% or high, and a 12% malted barley. That's the mash bill on this, uh, on all the Knob Creek. Not a high rye, right, Jim? Uh, Not a high rye, but, you know, they're... I, I think that, at least from my perspective, I think Knob Creek has always been known as kind of a an oaky bourbon, right? Kind of a bourbon that's got a, a great deal of barrel influence. A lot of, a lot of smoke in it, right? Uh, when people say oak and that, you, you get a little bit of barrel effect in there, that smoke that just, it's something nice about it. Very tasty. Um so this right here, I, I'm going to tell some listeners something, Jim, that how tired we are because we went to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival for, for uh, you went for four days straight. I went for three days straight and we're a little tired and I'm searching the internet and I was like, how old is this bourbon in this bottle? <laughs> I keep looking for it. And I was like, how old is this stuff? Uh, folks, it's 18 years old. We've said it plenty of times. That's just how t- we're kind of both tired. We're both been cutting grass and uh, weed eating and stuff, trying to catch up for what? The, what's that old saying, Jim? Uh, if you want to play, you got to pay. <laughs> it's right. You got to pay to play. So when I dropped off samples, you're out there, you're slinging that weed eater around, weren't you? I was slinging that weed eater. You know, I'm not real skillful at it, but I managed to get the job done tonight. That's all that matters. The job gets done. So this is a very uh, pricey uh, whiskey or bourbon whiskey. This is 150 MSRP. Uh, I was lucky enough to grab a bottle at the uh, old Kroger here in town. Um, with taxes, about $165 is what you're going to pay. For an 18-year-old bourbon, that's not too damn bad, though, Jim, right? I, I'd say it's not bad at all. I'd say not, not bad at all. I'm surprised we didn't get given a bottle, but you know what? We've received just a few things from, from James B. Beam recently, so I feel pretty fortunate. Yeah, it, it, we're not going to get it all the time, but I did purchase this one if anybody's wondering out there um, from the old Kroger. Had to walk out my head down in shame. <laughs> I was like, God dang, they got me. They got me, Jim. They got me with that 18 year. Uh, but $10 a year is usually what they say. That's, you know, I'm, I saved a little money because really 180 bucks. Yeah. Um, and this is cheaper than some other whiskeys out there. Now, this is 100 proof, like you said, Jim. So, would we have rather seen this at like 120 or something? I'm I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking, Mike. I'm thinking they know what they're doing. 
And the reason they put it out at 100 was probably because at 120, it would have been overpowering. And I haven't tasted it yet either. You and I are in the same boat here. You've got the bottle. We have neither one tasted it, but we've got some reference material here. We know what the 12 and the 15 are like. We've got an idea what the 18 might be like. And at too high a proof, it might be a bit overwhelming. Yeah, it, we're, we're going to find out. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it'd be too much oak in it. Um, I'm super excited about that, Jim. Let's stop talking. Let's get to the whiskey. Yeah, I mean, our listeners are probably like, this is getting old, guys. Get to drink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The first little bit of nose on it, I get cherry. I get, like, liquored cherries, like, very... Like cherries that have been soaked in bourbon for a very long time. I, I gotta agree. I was gonna. I was gonna say some deep uh, stone fruits in there. Um, I don't know if a cherry is a stone fruit, but I would. I can definitely get that now. Yeah, I think all the sweetness is gone from it. I think it's like a very, very drunken cherry, like a cherry that's been like literally steeped in bourbon for 20 years <laughs> drunken cherries jim that's is that a Cherry. new thing i've never heard that before <laughs> yeah 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 you know mike i can i need to move on from stewed fruit i use that too much so <laughs> drunken cherries is my new one drunken cherries i love it i love it that's uh that's beautiful actually um a lot of oak in this as you would imagine but not overpowering right yeah, and this is all nose we're talking about so far. We haven't uh, started to taste it yet. This is all what we're we're getting on the nose. And I have to say that it's not too much alcohol in the nose. So 100 is probably nice for that aspect of it. You know, you say it doesn't have a lot of sweetness, but I do get the caramel and vanilla in the nose on this. Um, that, that cherry is just... Um, overpowering on it though um man little smokiness in there just that tad whiff of one which i would expect more oak and more smoke out of this yeah i get a little bit of uh freshness out of it and that's kind of odd coming out of an 18 year old whiskey but i get a little bit of uh sort of a minty freshness out of it on the nose it's kind of an underlying note um, I would say most, the most prominent notes on it are a deep caramel, uh, uh, that drunken cherry, uh, that oak effect that's kind of uh, definitely up front on this, but a little bit of that minty freshness is coming through. And I'm surprised at that. And I don't know where it's coming from, but it's welcoming. Yeah, a little bit of cereal on this. Uh, I'm not getting a bunch of like nuts on this, but cereal notes on this, like uh, Cheerios uh, for some reason, that cereal grain. Yeah, just uh, heck, I'm ready to drink this thing, Jim. Let's taste it. Cheers. So a lot of caramel minus the sweetness. Yeah, I would uh, tend to agree with you there. Um, there, there is some oak in that sucker. Um, just, it's just a little, little bit drying. I, I feel like it. It drinks hotter than a hundred proof. 
Really? Like, yeah, I feel like it does. I feel like it, it drinks like, uh, like a foolproof whiskey, but it's not, it's a hundred proof whiskey. Yeah. See, I don't, I'm not getting that on this This is where we're going to, we're going to vary right here. I actually feel like it's a little bit of watery on it. Um, maybe I can taste that limestone water that's, that's been in there, um, that proofed it down. I'm not positive, but you know, I've always say whenever you put ice in your glass and you, you pour whiskey over it and waters it down, always give us a bitter taste to me. And that's what I'm getting on. this. just a tad bit of bitterness. Um, maybe like you bit into a tart apple. You know, Mike, I, I think I've got, I think I've got the, the solution to our disparity here. You and I disagree a little bit on this. And here's, here's what I'm going to say. Have you ever ground up a little bit of coffee and made a pot of coffee and it came out a little strong and bitter Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, that's too much. I I put too much in it and you add a little bit of water to it. Have you ever done that? Yes, sir. Not not that it's the best thing to do with coffee, but (laughs) if you do it, I think you get that watery effect, but you still have that coffee that just, it's got that extra amount of boldness to it, that extra flavor, that that dryness. This this has that a lot of oak and a lot of caramel. It's got that cherry note, and I just think it it comes out a little powerful. And I think when you add the water to it, it might seem like it's been watered down a little bit. For me, it still seems like it's a uh, a big boy's whiskey. Now that cherry, you say sweetness. On my third sip of this, I did get that cherry waft, and I did finally get that a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe 110 proof on this. Uh, thought, you know, it took the third bite for me to to bite in a little bit. But it's a beautiful whiskey. Uh, it's definitely a thinker's whiskey. I'm, I'm not calling it watery by any means, listeners. Um could it stand to be a little bit more maybe for me? Um, but still a beautiful expression from Knob Creek. It's not as tannic as the 15 year and not, yeah. not as oaky, right? Yeah. I, I would actually say that, you know, the, the 12 year is my jam. I love the 12 year, the 15. Eh, it's, you know, it's good, but it's not exactly what I would choose. If I could choose the 12 or the 15, I choose the 12 every day. This is uh, this is a little better than the fifteen. Yeah, I would like to do a this nine year halfway. You know, you get nine year and this eighteen year, and see what the difference is. That would be a good comparison. That might be a whole another show where we drink through the Knob Creek again. We, I think we did that in the past, um, and see what these all bring to the table. Uh, all the aged Knob Creeks. I'm wondering how the Knob Knob Creek eight. No, let me say that. I'm wondering how the Knob Creek nine year compares to this right here. Still, this is a like you said, Jim. The twelve year is the spot spot on. Uh, I know a lot of people have so much love for that expression, but this right here has its own thing. You know, to drink an eighteen year old bourbon, think back eighteen years. So, Mike, what were you doing in two thousand and four when these barrels were laid down? Oh man. I was probably breaking ice on the Coast Guard Cutter Mackinac um, or just moving up there to break ice in the uh, Great Lakes. 
man, I was like, there's some cold ass winters up there, Jim. I'll tell you that. Cause we broke ice right up into like, I want to say May or June one year. So yeah, these barrels, it'd have been some cold winters. Oh, wow. Well, I still get that cherry note on this, Jim, a little bit of caramel in there. You know, I know listeners like he's got a cereal, but I still get the Cheerios on this. Maybe just a tad bit of honey, but like you said, there's no very little sweetness in there. Yeah. It's like caramel without the sweetness. It's like, how do you extract all the sweetness out of caramel, but you still have caramel? You know, that's kind of what I'm getting. Uh, The oak is ever present. The cherry is there. It's not a sweet cherry. It's a drunken cherry. Uh, You know, this... This whiskey is definitely a porch whiskey. It's a sipping whiskey. It's one to sit with your very best friend and enjoy. I would say, without a doubt, if you're a cigar smoker, this is cigar whiskey. Yeah, you're you're spot on right there. I think Jim, it's not too spicy. It's it's not too sweet. It's not too spicy. This is just that mid level, uh, good bourbon, like you said. At a hundred proof, you'd sit and sip on it for a long time and really, really enjoy it. Uh, think about life and stuff. A uh, little bit of baking spot, sweet baking spices in there. I was thinking, you know. Uh, there is a little bit of clove and cinnamon in this right here, that spice that you're looking for, for, you know, like a fall, right? Um, especially cloves. Absolutely. So, Mike, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the Knob Creek release. It's the 18-year-old Knob Creek. It was released this year. It's relatively new on the shelf. Where can they get it? Just about anywhere, right? Yeah, there there's bottles out there to be had. Um, I'm not sure of how large the release on this is. So our release number on this right here says KC001. When you looked at the 15-year-old, it said KC001 on it. Uh, DSP 230, 18 years old, 100 proof. Uh, this, the tag on it says honoring the 30th anniversary of Knob Creek. We'd brought that up before that Knob Creek started in 1992. Talking about years, Jim, that was the year I joined the service right there, buddy. Yeah, that was three years after I got out. So people now know the age difference between us, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might. They might know a little bit. We're still two old fellas uh, drinking and enjoying whiskey. Jim, obviously, this was a buy for me because I went and bought it. Um, I love to see old expressions like this that aren't overly oaky. That's the biggest takeaway on this one right now. Um, I can understand why Freddie and Fred probably um, proofed this down 200 proof, maybe to take that oakiness out of it. Yeah, I think it was a wise choice. I think this drinks well at 100 proof. I think it was probably a wise choice. My perspective is that at 120, this would have been probably close to undrinkable. I think 100 proof is perfect for it. Um, Mike, what was the price again? $150 MSRP. It'll be about $165 with taxes here in Kentucky. Um, Probably about the same most places right there. But $150, I don't know if I would overpay for that right there, Jim. That's To me, that's a pretty good price. Um, I would say if you find it at retail price, it's a good pickup. We always say that... It's $10 per year. So at 18 years, you know, $180 would be the going price for this. You can, you could find it around the 160 range with tax. I would say that's probably a fair deal. Yeah. A good, like you said, man, 
you got some great friends and it comes in a you saw the box, Jim. It comes in a really, really nice uh wooden box. Um I don't know if that it looks like walnut to me. It feels light for walnut, but it it looks like walnut. So really nice box. Um nice to display. If you wanted to gift this to somebody, uh that's a super nice gift. If you want to gift Jim and I another bottle of it, we'll take it. <laughs> uh, we'll drink yeah. it. And sh- we'll share it though, won't we, Jim? We'll we'll absolutely share it. Feel free to bring a bottle of bourbon on the banks and put it on the roadie bar. I'm sure our listeners would enjoy that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. Heck, I might even bring this bottle right here to share it. I I don't know. I, see how generous I feel next. You know, at the end of the week here. Um, so it's Monday now. This is coming out. Friday night, we'll see what I pack up to take to Bourbon on the Banks uh, for the roadies to drink. We'll see what Jim packs up. Uh, I'm sure we're both going to pack up some mighty nice bottles. But this is a buy all day long for us, Jim. Um, I'd say the finish on this is a medium only, though. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't stick with you a great long time, and I'm surprised by that. But I think that has a little to do with the proof. You know, it it definitely is. uh, It's got a decent finish on it and the flavors are there it's it's a pleasant finish it's just not a a long finish it's probably a medium and just uh i'd say that average kentucky hug there ain't a wildcat trapped inside this bottle right here it's not gonna it's not gonna attack your palate is it jim it's not it does drink in my opinion a little bit hotter than 100 proof but uh it doesn't uh it definitely doesn't attack your palate well, Jim, another great review on the Bourbon Road, right? Absolutely. Well, Mike, where can people find us on the internet? Well, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Man, what else is out there? All kinds of stuff. I might get a video of this on TikTok right here. Um, but we are on TikTok, not dancing, just talking. You'll hear our old deep voices on there, just just kind of relaxing. That's us. Um you ain't gonna, you, we're going to do it our speed for sure. So All check right. us out there. Um, also check us out on the bourbon roadies on Facebook. That's our private Facebook group. Eh, almost 3000 people in there. We're getting there. Um, three rules to join. Do you love bourbon? Hell who doesn't like bourbon? Are you 21? Cause that's how old you got to be to drink liquor in the United States. And do you agree to play nice? Cause we don't tolerate any rudeness. Ain't that right, Jim? That's absolutely true. We love to invite everybody in to have a good time, not to be chopped off at the knees by somebody who doesn't like what they're drinking. So come in, drink what you like, enjoy yourself, share some pictures, share some whiskey, share some stories. You're always welcome on the Bourbon Roadies. We also do two shows every single week. Every Monday, we'll do a craft distillery episode, just like today's, where we'll highlight a single expression. Mike and I will taste it. We'll talk about it. We'll let you know what we think. We'll let you know whether or not we think you should add it to your bar. In this case, I think we're both in agreement. 18-year-old whiskey, $160. A little expensive, but definitely properly priced, I think. Usually it's $10 a year is a good estimate on what something should cost. This one comes in at $160 for 18 years. That's respectable. So give it a shot if you like it. If not, find it at a bar, have a pour of it, make up your own mind, and then go get a bottle if you like it. We do two shows every single week. 
We do this Monday episode, like I just mentioned. We also do a Wednesday episode, which is full length. We'll have a guest on. We'll drink a couple of expressions. We'll deep dive a topic. We hope you listen to both shows every week. And Mike, what can they do to make sure they don't miss one? Well, you need to scroll on up top of that app, listeners. Hit that check sign, that plus sign, that subscribe sign. That app's going to let you know, hey, these two jokers have a show coming out today, and you need to listen so you'll know what to buy uh, off that bourbon shelf. Then you need to scroll on down, hit that five-star review, leave us some comments. We'd really appreciate it, but you know what's going to happen if you don't. The big bad booty daddy of bourbon is going to come to your house. That buffalo be dragging that wagon full of Knob Creek 18-year-old. You'll drink it all night long. By the end of the night, you'll leave us that five-star review and some comments, I guarantee. But seriously, folks, those five-star reviews, those comments, they open up doors to distilleries. They let us in, let us have great guests on our show. They put great whiskey in our hands to give great reviews to you, let you know what you should be buying and probably what you shouldn't be buying. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. Mike and I are very approachable. If you see us in town, if you see us at a liquor store, at an event, if you see us at a distillery when you're taking a tour, make sure you walk up to us and say, hey, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your bourbon journey. We'd love to meet all our roadies. If you've got an idea for a guest or a bottle that you feel needs to be on the show, make sure you hop on our website, go to the Contact Us page, Fill it out. Send us a message. Mike and I are very responsive. We'll get back with you. So you can always send us an email. I'm Jim at the bourbonroad.com. He's Mike at the bourbonroad.com. Like we always say, probably the best way. Just hit up our DMs on Instagram. I'm Jay Shannon 63. I'm Big Bourbon Chief. And we'll see you down the Bourbon Road. Mm-hmm.